punches and bunches. Punches is thrown into your frontless. Oodles and noodles. Bang bullets at suckers noodles. Last album voodoo. Prove that we was fucking brutal. I'm talking crazy. Half past the clock is cuckoo. You rappers doodle. Baby shit. Just basically. Let's fucking fight. Let's fight. I'm over it. Let's fight. We're not, I'm, we're not doing any more. There's, there's no more recording. We're just fighting now. This is it. This is a fighting podcast. I think you just deleted everything on your laptop. Everything. I don't even care. Throw my laptop into a puddle of water. Nothing matters anymore. Hell yeah. <laughs> RTJ, episode two, album two. RTJ 2. Revenge of the Sith. I'm surprised they didn't do another song called RTJ. They should have done another Run the Jewels 2 on Run the Jewels. That would have been great. Yeah. I wonder if maybe Run the Jewels 4 is going to include a song called Run the Jewels 4. They should just keep it fucking going. Yeah, but they broke it on, on 2 and 3. They do have songs on here that say Run the Jewels, though. They do. As the main as the main line. Yeah. And they, they kept that going with RTJ 3 as well. Yeah. We'll get there later. We're talking about Run the Jewels 2 today, folks. Shocker. That's Chase Long right there. What is up? I'm Armin Hammer. And uh, yeah, man. let me tell you a story <clears throat> about a song that lit my world on fire. It was a song called Blockbuster Nights Part 1. And it was the song you just heard. And I remember it very clearly because it was the song that, if you listen to the last Run the Jewels episode we did on four years, was... You know, me, as Chase told the story, coming up to him after he had already shown me Run the Jewels months later and asking him if he if he's heard of this band called Run the Jewels. And Dude, you should check song. out Run the Jewels. Have you heard of them? I felt so cool. I know. I know. I don't remember specifically that moment, but I can tell you right now, I felt really fucking cool bringing that up to you <laughs> and being like, hey, you know who's really going to dig this? Like, I don't I know Chase. Like, we've been working together for a little bit now. And I know Chase well enough to know that he'd really dig this this rap group, Run the Jewels. That's like the equivalent of uh, <laughs> it's like the equivalent of being super excited about like a, a film project or movie project, and you run and tell the person that's responsible for making it. That's how I felt. Yeah, it's like if you if you you know like sometimes you see a picture on Twitter, it's like a screenshot of like a, a tweet, and someone's getting like like explaining something someone's like oh well you know the situation in syria is really serious and someone goes like who the fuck would you know and they're like i'm, I'm the ambassador to syria yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's that's, that's basically what just happened what I was trying to say. yeah that's basically what happened and so blockbuster night part one that's the song that that's the song that uh i don't remember what year it was that i heard this maybe 2017 i want to say it must be, been 2017. Be 2017 2017 was the year that my soul lit on fire one Music changed forever for you. Music Rap changed music forever. Changed well, my soul lit on fire because I married my wife oh, in shit. 2017. Plot twist. But the first nine months of 2017 before I married my wife, it was because of it was because of Blockbuster Night Part One. You could say that it, you know, it's the RTJ effect. You know, one of those moments where like you're, you know, you come to the office and you're like, okay, I've had my coffee. Let's look at my calendar. I'm pretty sure I have some stuff going on today. Let's check it out. Oh fuck, I have a 10 a.m. meeting. With my boss and my boss's boss and a big creative team, I'm going to listen to Run the Jewels for the next two and a half hours. That's how you get ready. I'm going to go into that meeting and try and fight somebody. <laughs> if you approach every meeting like a fight, I'm going to tell you, your your odds of success in that meeting are going to... I can't guarantee Something anything. <laughs> you're either going to not have the... I'll promise you this. You're not going to have the job that you currently hold much longer. <laughs> you're either going up or you're going out. Yeah. And that is the Run the Jewels way. 
That's to run the jewels way. I'm either going up or I'm going out. I'm either winning or I'm getting pinned. Murder and mayhem and music. Oh, that's actually pretty metal. Yeah. That's really metal. My, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, actually, after the last episode, I, I remembered when I first heard about RTJ because I was sitting there like trying to think of it during the episode and I, and I just couldn't remember. And the first time I heard RTJ in... It made me stop and like actually look it up and download it. Was uh, was it was one of the outro songs for an episode of Silicon Valley? No the shit. The show on HBO about about like uh, Silicon Valley. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. They uh, they used it as the outro, and it was Blockbuster Night Part One. And I remember that came on, and I was just like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck is even going on?" Yeah, like, who are these people? So I like did the whole like Shazam thing with my phone, and it pulled up rtj which i remember like reading about and seeing in like some magazine or what whatnot and being like i bet that's pretty cool and never listening to it and then i came back to it and i listened that's to it. that's fascinating it's been magic ever since one of the things that we touched on last time where we talked about their first album was that it sounds like it could have come out a month ago and it would still be one of the best albums of the year and rtj2 as a follow-up, maybe does that even better. I think so. Because it came out in 2014, mm-hmm. and we I was playing it at the house. I've listened to it probably twice through today, and I was playing it at the house while I was doing, doing some errands, and Katie was here. I just picture you folding those towels over there in that laundry while that was blaring. That's and exactly doing what it I was so doing. Intensely. Katie knows. Katie knows because she was out here cleaning in the kitchen, and that's exactly what I was doing. I was just like, I had, I had Genius open on my phone, and I was like going from song to song and I was just folding laundry, listening to music that makes me want to fight things, which, you know, a lot of pent up energy. I'll be honest with you. It's great. But those towels, those towels those were actually scared into, <laughs> into formation. I folded everything with my mind. With your mind. Uh, I told her man. <laughs> I told Katie uh, the same because uh, Katie asked. She was like, oh, my God, is this new run the jewels? This sounds like it's it's like brand new. Did it just come out? I was like, no, this is five years old. No. By the way, last week was the was the anniversary of the release of the first Run the Jewels. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I saw that on their Instagram. It's topical. It's almost like we, we planned almost this. planned it out. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, RTJ two. First of all, what are your thoughts here, Chase, in terms of as a follow up as a sophomore album? How how do you feel about this one? Yeah, right. This is uh, for me. This is if if RTJ one is a ten out of ten. This is like. 11.5 out of 10. Um, there's more like breadth here. There's a lot more in like that, that they showcase with their range. Uh, I like, you know, you, you have songs like the very first song off the album, which is Jeopardy. And it just starts super violently, super angry. And they're just yelling at you. And you're like, fuck, like, is this going to be the tone the whole time? Like they're pissed off the entire time. But then you have songs like all my life lie, cheat, steal. You have early. And it's like this more downplay, uh, like, emotional type of thing where they're where like mike's uh kind of doing his thing where he's telling you about his life like coming up through you know drug dealing and being black like crown yeah. and crown and crown yeah that's another good one on here so it's, it's like there's just more range here versus the first one not to say like that one's not super dynamic but like this one has like i would say is like a full packaged album there's like an arc it feels like there's no real story i mean each song like lives on its own there's it's not like a like a beautiful dark twist of fantasy where it like has a beginning, middle and end throughout the album. It's like, it just kind of starts out violent, kind of like 
chills out, like re- like kind of uh, what's the word? Retrospect, introspective. Yeah, introspective, and then it's like violent again, and it's sexual, and it's uh, also like ends on another moody, like kind of state of the union note. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and one thing I realized, which again, I I, I listen to Run the Jewels mainly as like a one-off songs you know generally it's in a playlist mm-hmm. i haven't listened to the album straight through before uh we decided to do this and what i realized was sort of the middle like six songs all have a flow one d- goes directly into the next one directly yeah. into the next one and i think that's a really interesting concept because a lot of rap albums just uh fill time with like these skits or they fill time with you know little things at the end even some of my favorite rap albums like uh Aquemini, Mm. It's like it's fantastic. All the songs are amazing, but they also have these little like skits that they toss in in the beginning and the end of a lot of the songs. And it just doesn't have like a cadence to it because of that. Yeah, it's al- it's almost like they throw the skits in because the the transition to the next song on the album's like so hard. Yeah, that like they need something that's just like, all right, well, we just went from dancing, and now I'm going to tell you about like how my like family left me when I was six. Yeah, right. LP it's, doesn't give a fuck. LP does not. <laughs> He's like, this beat's gonna fucking flow right into this beat, and you better you better pack two pairs of underwear. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it is it is incredible. Um, I agree. I think so. There's this thing in 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 wine. Uh, I can't remember who who is the big um, wine reviewer, but he's like the main wine reviewer guy, right? And Gary V might be Gary V. Let's say it's <laughs> let's say it's not Gary V, but but probably, who knows. So there's this main wine reviewer guy and uh he was the first wine reviewer to start giving certain wines 100 plus. Ooh. Right? So like it used to be the perfect like the best wines in the world were all 100 point wines and then it started that there was a couple wines that would come out that were 100 plus wines. Damn. And the story behind 100 plus wines is almost exactly what you described with how you <clears> feel about <throat> RTJ2. The story behind 100 plus wines is that you're at like a big dinner mm-hmm. you're drinking these wines to review them you come across a wine that's a hundred point wine the next wine you drink is better than the last one how the fuck do you deal with that you can't just give it a hundred it's better than the one before it so you give it a hundred plus that's how rtj2 feels it was like wow rtj was a perfect album this is <laughs> this is crazy you just I like, might be hammered off wine <laughs> you punched me in the dick and i loved it and then rtj2 comes out and you're like holy shit you punched me in the dick and the throat at the same time, time. And I can't believe that's I can't what give has the been same li- score. that's been what that's what's been missing in my life, <laughs> being punched in the dick <laughs> and the throat at the same time. Don't do it, honey. Only only Killer Mike and LP are allowed to punch me in the dick and the throat at the same time. She, I don't think she had any inclination of doing that. What's your favorite? I mean, what's your favorite transition on the album? Because I think I think um, man, I gotta be able to swipe. Can I swipe with yeah. your man? It's backwards. No, it's correct. Yours is backwards. It's backwards. <laughs> Uh, the transition from early into all due respect, I think, is, that's that, pretty is solid. that the one that we're thinking about? That's a, that's a pretty good one. It goes direct into it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, all due respect's like the wah, 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 Is it? Let's, Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Do you want to do the transition? Yeah, let's try to do All the right, transition. So here's the here's like the last. We're gonna biff this. 15, 20 seconds of early into the first part of all due respect. And if it goes exactly how Chase said, that's going to be pretty amazing. I'm going to be very impressed by that. Yeah. <laughs> 
a week, then I done a none. Then I come tag in, double penetrate, then I don't spot. Buy two hard pipe in, niggas on the orders on the sellers to the soundtrack of two pops. to a pop, no fiction. Tarantino. We're iller than a nun in a in a I cum shot, something like that. It's something, so vulgar. Something about a nun in a cum shot, a hundred percent, is what that line. And is. And it has one of your f- favorite uh, favorite lines in it. Too uh, too hard pipe. Oh yeah, the high, yeah the part yeah hard, too hard, hard pipe hitting motherfuckers. Par- pipe hit. I can't even say the phrase. Pipe, pipe hitting motherfuckers. Yeah, not crackheads. It turns out those are just fuck. No, it isn't. It might be crackheads though. I mean, you can be big and be a crackhead. I think. I just always thought it was about like people hitting people with lead pipes. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think it has anything to do with crackheads. Yeah. I think pipe hitting motherfucker is somebody that's going to hit you with the pipe. Yeah, like not it's how them you refer hitting a pipe. Like Mike Tyson's a pipe hitting motherfucker. Yeah, might maybe both ways, but definitely <laughs> the first way, which is like the hitting people real hard. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, uh, yeah. So, by the way, isn't it interesting listening to the last like twenty seconds of early? You wouldn't think that was a rap album. No, you wouldn't think that's a rap song. That sounds like a crazy like punk, tech, mm. techno like yeah, cyber it, song. Like, it almost, uh, yeah, it could almost fit in like that Blink One Eighty Two type of sound. Yeah, but with like some more art, maybe like a Linkin Park type of. Deal. Maybe there you go. Feels a little bit like that. electro rock. Electro perhaps. rock. Yeah, something like that. Now, okay, so. Yes, there are some great transitions here. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what song you want to start talking about first, though. Ooh, that's hard, man. There's so many good ones. We opened with Blockbuster Night Part 1. Which and we it, talked about it, it. We talked about it a little bit. It's definitely worth giving a full listen to. We're not going to do a full listen to it. But absolutely, if you want to, again, light your world on fire, <laughs> listen to Blockbuster Night yeah, Part so 1. Yeah, so it's always going to be there for you. Um, you know, I will go with... One that I don't think we can just skip over, and that's uh, Jeopardy. All right. The opening track of Run the Jewels 2. I'm going to bang this bitch the fuck out. You, better, you might want to record those. Wait, you finna look at history being made. This motherfucker put a mirror on the goddamn screen. Let's go, LP. Huh? Tell what we going to do, Nick, 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 Nick. I'm up at midnight, I'm dipping off in my knees like a gun on a metal piece. I've been knees, I've been to my wrist. I'm lurking, serving on pussies who lack a purpose. I got them filled up with frizzack like miss. I get you all inside. I'm looking, lurking on bitches, twerking for service. The bitches bagging some burger. I'm yelling, screaming, and cursing. I'm putting pistols and faces at random places like, bitch, give it up. A stand adjacent to Satan. Huh. Batman chilling. <clears throat> yeah that that first part is uh that's just filled with quotables that i love to like yell out in the gym like in the middle of, like right before a workout starts i'm finna bang this bitch the <laughs> fuck out <laughs> sometimes i just yell let's go lp <laughs> and there's no one named lp at the gym but damn it i yell it and i go huh champ <laughs> no one ever answers <laughs> but damn it i'm hyped yeah, that's good. That's what really matters. It's it's, real, it's more of like a self self hype situation. Self-love. That's what this whole album's about. <laughs> in a way, in a way, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think this this first song really kicks off something that that we talked about a little bit last time with Run the Jewels, and you'd mentioned it as like some people actually use it as a critique that mm-hmm. it, a lot of their songs have sound the same in some ways. Yeah, which to me is like, man, they just found the fucking sound that 
it. That they works. Crush if it's not broke. Yeah, and they murder it, it every time. And I think this is a great example of that because it's a, it's kind of like a slower feeling baseline. Mm-hmm. But once Killer Mike comes on, it there's like a there's a an urgency to the rhythm that he's rapping at. Yeah, that immediately changes the vibe of the song. Like if it was just the baseline, if it was just the instrumental, you just kind of like sit there and be like, wow. This yeah yeah and then he comes in it's like and there's like a speed to how he's he's delivering his lines that really changes i think the the vibe of the song right off the bat yeah it's it's really noticeable whenever uh whenever lp comes on because it almost sounds like he's like struggling to keep up for me yeah he's struggling to get like all of his wordy uh like references and punchlines in he's he's like i need like at least two more stanzas to fit everything in He's like, I took I took way too many words and squeezed them into way too quick of a moment here. It still works. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, man. Jeopardy's filled with uh with great great quotables. Definitely does deserves to be on any workout playlist. hundred percent. It never gets old. No, either. it doesn't. You can slap it on there. It could be a workout playlist that's all classic rock, and you put Jeopardy on there, it's instantly better. That's what I gotta say. I agree with that. RTJ is is like I don't I don't I don't know what classic rock band it would be like. Like what other songs work that way, where it doesn't matter what the playlist is when you put it on there, it just it just slaps as yeah. you would say. Yeah, it's, I mean, I guess it's different for everybody, but I feel like Cashmere definitely works like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. It does yeah. work that way. I was thinking there's there's probably a Zeppelin or immigrant song. song. Immigrant song will probably do it as well. Yeah, everyone loves that. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! All right, so then the next song. You by know the who way, I didn't love that song. Like, well, I guess it wasn't ever played by Vikings. How rad would it have been if? <laughs> Vikings actually had that song first, and Led Zeppelin, like Stairway to Heaven, stole that stole song. It, yeah, from Vikings. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Led Zeppelin stole on. "Immigrant Song" from yeah. actual Vikings. I don't have proof, so don't hit me up. <clears throat> I think they were actually singing it in English too. They just took everything—words, the song, yeah. all of it. Threshenor. Yeah, straight up. Definitely Icelandic Viking words. Agreed. So the next song that we need to listen to. Uh, We're just gonna do every song <laughs> straight down. <laughs> it might as well. This this album probably could deal with that. But the next song, I think, is uh, we're gonna skip a couple songs. We're gonna get to "Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck," which mm. features the one and only Zach De La Roca. Run them jewels fast. Run them. Run them jewels fast. Run them. Run them. Run them. Run them. Run them. Fuck the slow mo. Fashion slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbled like the anarchist book book. Look good, posing in a center for the crook book. Black on black on black with the ski mask, that is my crook book. How you like my styling, bro? Ain't nobody styling, bro. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bro. Where my thuggers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers or take over a jail. Get them see your tail. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torching. Where the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them. We killing them for freedom because they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good was that, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. We I love the violence, by the way, of this song. Even if some good ones die, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. Can we can we skip ahead a little God bit and damn. listen to the, the the at least the beginning of Zach? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay, here we go. I think it's around here. 
It's actually against the rules. It's Taylor on the cut, lifting six on your switching crew. I'm miles ahead of you. You can sit my bitches through. My battle status is burning matches from Dallas to Malibu. Check my resume, your residence is residue. skin job, and my honey dick will backflip for you. You playing God, your eyes socket, she gon' rip it too. We sick of bleeding out a tray, spraying victim you. Dumb dying, fill up AK dicking you. That's your favorite line? That's your favorite sign? I'm miles line? ahead of you. You can sit my bitches brew. Witches brew? Bit bitches brew. It's bitches brew. Yeah, yeah it's uh it's a reference to Miles Davis's uh seminal Ooh. jazz album Bitches Brew. Damn. That's why. That's, that's I wi- fucking I just such a great fuck. reference. It's such a great reference. And uh this song made me miss Zach Del Roca more than any song I've ever heard, I feel like. I feel like I heard the song, and I was like, why hasn't he been releasing a rap album like every year for the past 40 years? Mm. Why not? Chase, what is he doing with his time? I think he just waits for moments like this, and then he has like all these like good witty wordplay things and he drops them all in one song. Yeah, he's like, 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 it took me six years to write Uh, this verse. The chamber's empty. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I don't know, man. I, I just believe he's probably too busy, like living life, being an activist. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it matters to him. I I don't think so either. Because he doesn't get. He's the only person that doesn't get to enjoy his music because it's him. You can't just listen to your own music That's all day. A good point. The last uh, the last musical act that he was a part of that I was aware of is One Day Is a Lion. I have no idea what that is. Get out of here, seriously. One day is a lion. All right, we're going to take a very short sidebar here because you need to hear One Day is a Lion. And uh, I think you're going to hear some really interesting uh, similarities between what we literally just listened to and this song, Wild International by One Day is a Lion. That's good shit. Did I just fucking Yes! <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Finally. Man, I had no idea that they existed. One yeah, day so they had as a line. They had one release one in two thousand and eight. And it's only these five songs or six songs. Five songs. And it's uh it's the guy from Mars Volta. Oh, that's why you know. And it's like two two of your yeah. favorite things yeah, coming together. Zach Del Roca and Mars Volta. Yeah. Damn. The rest of the songs are whatever, but if that you fear one dying song sounds dope. If that that song, that one song is legit as fuck. You should definitely check out One Day's Line. You'll love All it. All right, I'm gonna do it. All right, so we're going back to Run the Jewels here, and the reason why I'm saying that is because that is 2008. RTJ2 came out in 2014. I didn't hear it until 2017. There was a nine. <laughs> you didn't even know if Zach De La Rocha no, was even alive. There was a nine year gap where the only story I heard about Zach De La Rocha was that uh, someone was parking their car in L.A. on Sunset Boulevard. And uh, a bicyclist rode by and ripped off their side view mirror 
And when they leaned out and were like, fuck you, dude, the bicyclist turned around and said, fuck you back. And it was ZDLR. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? Those that's are the three a, things such a dick move. in 10 years that I knew about, he about Zach. A, a, a he like hit it because it was, it was, the guy was parked badly. So he like hit it as he was going by. Isn't that crazy? Crazy stories, man. It's wild. Anyway, my point is the world needs more Zach De La Roca. Yeah. Roca? Rocha? Rocha. It doesn't matter. Roca? Just we can go back and listen to Rage Against the Machine, but what if ZDLR ZDLR was still around and making music right now? You know? Yeah, it's wild. I've never even I I don't think I've ever listened to him outside of this song and Rage Against the Machine. It just never occurred to me to like look into that. Such a shame, right? Yeah, it's talented motherfucker. Yes. All right. What's your next What's your next cut here? I think we skipped. I think we skipped over my favorite line. (laughs) I forget. Is it? Is in Blockbuster Night uh, Part One where? LP says, "You can all run naked with naked backwards. <laughs> you can all run backwards through. God dang it! You can all run naked naked backwards through a field of dicks. That is maybe <laughs> the best line. <laughs> That's good album. shit. That's that so is good. good shit. That's really good. That's just a great burn. You feel? You imagine like he wrote that, and he was probably just looking for somewhere to use it before they even recorded it. He was yeah, like, he's I like, can't I just gotta... use that in public, but I really want to use this it in public. Gold. It's like, I need to find a group of people that piss me off and all of them can hear me and I'm not in danger of physically being assaulted. I, I would, yeah, I'd almost say that this is, RTJ2 is the most vulgar and violent out of the three. Yeah. And it's fitting because it has the red cover and like the zombie hands. I mean, even... Even I can't remember which song it is where Killer Mike says like "Run the Jewels" is murder, mayhem, and music. Oh yeah, murder making melodic music. There it is. Uh, I can't remember which, which one song it was, but <laughs> now we, now we considering have to find considering it has "Lie, Cheat, Steal," which goes on to say "Kill uh, and Win." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good. Let's do it. That one's like the most like chant worthy one. All right, here we go. "Lie, Cheat, Steal." Just kidding. Smoke from the Lucy drip, hold it like a crucifix. Blow from the nose, I'm a dragon to a nose. Got an average of being excellent, the media just don't. Like the ratio of heroin, the laxative is sold. The is smoking, the man in the pure devotion. Get manatized to the ground while the Falcons are murder closing. Souls to go guano, y'all know kind of bad shit. The bright lights of fuckery stuck in me automatic. A teabag of piranha tank, hard baby beating a wild one. Swim like the wreck, the after be seen. We're holding a toaster and it's plugged with a fork in it Cause death by electrocutions like life in New York In it, should've been dentist Mom said it pains the way that my craft expresses Born in a little shop of ours, I'd've given you the board to rent it Where's the exit? Wanna talk shop, I can chop it up with exacto touch What's the rush? Autograph skin flat, tag them all I don't brag enough, you they back no suck I ain't new to the help without the real you Kinda like, fuck is you I'm a little back spot on the sun alive And I'm not too hot to say I'm the truth A lot of proof to cast blood like a baby Nathan's sake, but I'll make some playpen True runner bitch, make the name stick Not for sale, but I'm taking payment <laughs> Tea bag of piranha tank? Ween. Ween. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a legit song. Lie, cheat, steal, kill. Ween. 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 <laughs> yeah, man. That that song's great. Uh, I, th- I like that one. So there's I feel like there's only a few 
songs on the whole album where LP like takes the first verse, right? I yeah. feel like we're usually it's Killer Mike. It's that normally starts it off. Killer Mike that comes out swinging, and uh, and I think all the LP songs are songs that uh, don't jump out at first listen. So if this is your first time listening to the album, you're probably gonna like at least listen to like the snippet that we just listened to, and, and you're gonna be like, eh, that one's fine, and then you're gonna skip over it. But I'm telling you, three months four months six months down the road like like an unborn child inside of you <laughs> it's gonna start kicking and you're gonna have to return to it and you'll be like wait what did lp just say about iud's <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna look at rap genius and you're gonna see what he says and you're gonna be like jesus christ this is maybe the greatest the greatest lyricist of all time <laughs> yeah he's he's definitely he's a poet He's a poet, he's but definitely only, a poet. only if you can use explicit words. He's like the most vulgar. Uh, he's the most vulgar poet in the world, I would say. It's out. It's definitely. It's definitely. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's like he t- he had a box of words that he could rhyme with, and then he took out all of the ones that were like that could have any positive. Yeah, inflection anything to them. that doesn't rhyme with fuck, cock, dick, rape, cum, rape. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't show up, and it's interesting. You should say that because makes me worry about LP as a person. <laughs> well, there are two. There are two songs on this album that follow one of them that, that go back to back, and their messages could literally not be any further, further apart. apart. Yeah, <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. That song. Those songs are "Love Again" and "Crown," mm-hmm. and. Uh, Self-love, dog. Why don't we go ahead and just listen to to some part of Love Again? There's no there's no safe part. There is no safe part to Love Again. So if somehow you're listening to this with your children in the car, you probably shouldn't do that. Go ahead. I was going to say, my my favorite part about this song, I generally re- feel very uncomfortable listening to songs like this. Like, it's really, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I think maybe it's part of, like, being raised Catholic. There's some guilt <laughs> in there. Or, like, you know, uh, like, just imagining this song coming on while, like, my mom is in the room. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. there's nothing comfortable. I don't, I can't separate that part of me, like, that shame from, from listening to this. Shame. But my favorite part about this song is actually Gangsta Boo's final verse and little little <laughs> the, twist, the little twist, little flip at the end there yeah. where the reveal, well, let's listen to it and I'll tell you what the reveal is if you can't get it. You know he had a lot of bad bitches in his past. But I was the one who turned 
your boy into a motherfucking man. His tongue is bumped. Ain't he love for me to ride his face front to back? Pippin' ass, pay my bills where I live. Fuck me good. Broke ass niggas killing me. I'm about my money, ho. Never been a square bitch. He can't hit the fucking dough. Talking slick, that myth and shit. I be from that haven click. Keep it wretched, so sweet. All these boys kiss my feet. That's a great turn. It, a big plot twist. It goes from being like a chauvinist bullshit, like rap, you know, anthem about banging hoes mm-hmm. to the truth. The reverse. The reverse, which is she's she's fucking making money off these morons. Yeah. And they just in my butthole. They just, <laughs> they just want her clit in their mouth all day. Well, duh. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? She sounds like a she, nice woman. She sounds wonderful. I guess I don't know. <laughs> she sounds wonderful. So here's the here's the crazy turn. Okay, what do you have anything else you want to say about this? Before I was just going to say that the beginning of that song, the chorus of that song, is the pinnacle of bromance. I think it's every man, <laughs> every man's dream to have another man in his life where they can both harmonize while singing <laughs> I put my dick in the mouth all day and the other one goes dick in the mouth all day <laughs> yeah that's the that's the call and repeat see I've never been to a run the jewels concert but I can't imagine comfortably participating in that <laughs> song as a fan in the crowd I wonder if they play it live uh all right so now the here's if you want to know about the breath that is the topics we didn't even talk about by the way that the whole close your eyes and count to fuck and uh early these are songs that are about like police brutality and mm-hmm. violence and sort of like the struggle of of people like killing yeah, we Mike really didn't we just like the actual topics that these songs are about like the, yeah. the depth that it's the about. underlying point yeah and uh, their work and how love again now is just literally it's like the the turn on the misogynist mm-hmm. uh you know like narrative entrance yeah. narrative right and then there's a song like crown which immediately follows Love again. It has again another one of these great transitions. And here's here's how the transition from the back end of uh, Love Again goes into Crown. Check it out. Cause I hear that this shit could hurt baby's brain Heard he was normal till three in and then he stopped talking Since then ain't nothing been the same Seen her some years later out in Decatur Told her that I'm sorry for causing her pain Causing me pain, causing me pain She asked again and she grabbed my right hand Asked him I'm crazy, said look here baby 
I release you from all of your sins and your shame. Cause I've been redeemed. I found the Christ. Whatever it take, I hope you find it, Mike. The look on the face on that glory replaced all the shame and the hate and the she wear a crown. My late grandma better had prayed with a heaven and told her to tell me lay my burdens down. Can't pick up no crimes. Holding what's holding you down. Can't pick up no crimes. Holding what's holding you down. Can't pick up no crimes. Can't pick up no crimes. And if that isn't a perfect representation of like the You look like you're about to cry. Anomaly. Are you about to cry? No. It is a really Maybe. It's a deep story. <laughs> if that's not a perfect representation of the anomaly that is Mike Renda, mm-hmm. I don't know what would be. Because that's the same man who two minutes was before, telling you the lie, cheat, steal, kill. Lie, cheat, steal, kill. <laughs> Win. 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 <laughs> he was also saying uh you know He's talking about making love to women in the facial facial region, <laughs> with his specifically with, in the kitchen, specifically in the kitchen, and with force. Uh, and then followed that song up with, "It's hard to pick up a crown if you're holding what's holding you down." God dang it! So so poetically like <laughs> written. Incre- it's incredible. It's like that's an Instagram. That is a that is a very well thought out Instagram caption for some white girl out there. Oh yeah, but it also came from when delivered by Killer Mike. I haven't dealt drugs, but now I have this song as a reference yeah. to now tell me not like. to do it. I know what it's like to sell cocaine to a pregnant lady and then three and years then later go and apologize because she has a mute child. Right? That was kind of what he was talking about. He didn't say the child was mute. Oh. He was saying that once the child was able to start talking, that's when all like the problems <laughs> came out. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, this is a crack baby. <laughs> that's not funny, Chase. You're the one that laughed. Anyway. I yeah, so I actually really like that song, Crown. I thought it was, I think yeah. it's a great message. Can't pick up no crown. Hold on, what's holding you down? God, it's good, man. It's really, it's really good. Uh, I and I really like the the final. Normally, the final song isn't Blockbuster Night Part One. It's normally Angel Duster. Yeah. So like on my vinyl, it's uh, it ends an- with Angel, Angel Duster's Duster, yeah. last one. And and it's just it's a good send off. Having listened to this a bunch of times, I feel like it should probably just end with Angel Duster. It feels like. The Blockbuster Night Part 2 little bonus track thing is like they had a bunch of friends in the studio and they had an unused like beat. beat. And they were like, fuck it, go crazy. Let's let's talk about part everything two, we did. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about every 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 like, you know, misogynistic, you know, rape, murder, drug dealing thing that we didn't it's mention. It's Blockbuster Night, dog. That's right. Anything goes. That's right. It is. All right. So we're going to skip that. We're going to talk about Angel Duster. Here's here's the last track on this album, Run Jewels 2. I think I am not, and I'm twice as hot, 
was about half a hell. I got lighthouse lit up. Get down, lit up. The boy got a barracuda bite. You can tell. Got hope for the living. Got prayers for the dead. It's a great song. It's so solid. And the just, beat's so good. Yeah, just like uh, A Christmas Fucking Miracle closed out the first mm-hmm. run, The Jewels, and kind of encapsulated a lot of what they're about in just one song, I yeah. think this does that as well. Yeah, 100%. It's like um, like just a little more refined, a little more polished, and like t- to the point without any of the like flashy, like, look how we can like um, say really vulgar and, and murderous things. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I also like that the beat sounds like a, like a rocket ship, like ta- taking off, like a spaceship taking off. That's what, that's what a, it reminds me. It's like a, like something is ascending. That's a cool little uh, observation. I didn't. I never really put that together. Wah, wah, wah. I, I don't know I how dig to make it. the noise. <coughs> I dig you know it. what I mean? Now, before we finish up here, we would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that Run the Jewels 2 has a companion album, mm-hmm. a follow-up if you will and it's called meow the jewels meow the jewels is what happens when you do a lot of drugs and you have a lot of time yeah it's uh i think it's where a a subreddit somewhere was like is this possible and they're so busy asking if it was possible (laughs) they didn't bother to check if it was necessary so if you guys remember uh close your eyes and count to fuck let me give you an example of what Meow the Jewels sounds like. Hey. Fashion slave, you protesting to get in a fucking lookbook. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist. Alright, that's enough. That's enough. Meow the Jewels is basically all of Run the Jewels 2. But it's every beat, every sound in the production is replaced with a cat sound. And all the names are, are different, as in they're all, Paul Fluffer Knight Part 1. They're, yeah, they're all... Oh, my darling, don't meow. Some sort of pun. All meow life. Uh, Creown. Creown. That's Snug a good again. one. Yeah. Little Shalimmer remix. Yeah, that's a good one. So if you want to listen Angel to... Snuggler. If you want to listen to uh, to uh, Run the Jewels, but you also have an affinity for cat Cats. sounds, yeah. then Meow the Jewels... They're actual cat sounds. They're literal... That they've sampled into like makeshift beats. Yes. Yes, that's Whoever exactly did what this, spent a lot of time and a lot of effort on it. And uh, if you have cats, this, this album will drive them crazy. I imagine it would. This is the only way to get back. I just leave it playing during the day while we're, while we're both at work. Because... <laughs> uh, because our cats are assholes and wake us up at like five in the morning to like feed Good. them. So you just leave this on in close proximity Show to them. those motherfuckers who's boss. Yeah, it's great. All right. Well, that is uh, Run the Jewels 2 and Meow the Jewels. And the next episode we do is going to be on Run the Jewels 3 and any sort of little singles and stuff they've yeah. released since then. Just yeah. to wrap it all up together. Rebel Kings. Hell yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to the next one a lot. I think... I think it's going to really... Were you, you going to yeah, yeah, get up yeah, on there? I got you. <laughs> I wish I had a chain to hold. No one, no one listening to this knows, but we just did the Run Jewels sign together. Yeah. It was awesome. Where can people find you, Chase? You can find me at Chase504 on Instagram and YouTube, where you can also find this this whole thing. I'm not doing the hand Do thing. Do the thing. The 504. I'm too dyslexic as is to say it, and also <laughs> 504. There you go. It happened. 
Are you are you happy? I'm happy about it. You can find me at Chase504, Instagram, YouTube. Where can they find you at, Armin? At Arm Hammer TV on everything. Really appreciate it, folks. We're going to go ahead and uh, and let you guys just drift off into the wonderment that is the Meow the Jewels version of Blockbuster Night Part 1. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Boop. <laughs> Composition. We run a brand with instructions, the number one commitment. It's all